Welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. That's pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined once again by the extraordinary Mr. Charles Rockhill. I have refused to leave. Yes, I asked him very politely, <laughs> I think. And he told me to go fuck myself. Aww. And now we're doing another episode. Oh, I was really into the bit until I was telling you to go fuck yourself. He, Charles did that. Charles loves mm. me. He didn't tell me to go fuck myself. If he did, it would have been in a very <laughs> funny, in-context way. And I would have laughed and laughed. Extraordinary, though. Thank you. I will You're take welcome. That. You have <laughs> such a regal-sounding name. I, mm-hmm. Oh, I was about to ask you what your middle name was, and you refused to tell me. We've yep. had this game on the yep. show before. Uh, Charles Rockhill the fourth the fourth so I either have people be like oh that's a really good actor name and I was like yeah I tried that or people being like that's a very good porn name oh yeah which I'm like sure I wouldn't yeah. have to change anything and people uh, have asked me if I am related to the royal family and I tell them yes yeah but we don't know if that's true I mean you probably are it sounds like I am right yeah uh wait what is your middle name what's the first letter b b okay we have been we, we, you'll be honest, right? Yeah. If somebody guesses, absolutely. Okay, I promise. You cannot. Nope. Ah, damn it, so, guys! People guessed so many different names for what Charles's middle name could be. Mm-hmm. No one has gotten it right. Nope. Don't guess Batman. Nope. It's if it was Batman, Batman, I would be telling everyone my middle name is Batman. What is his middle name? Ah, this is like the great mystery of my life. <laughs> my middle name out. is Danger. Ugh. With a B. <laughs> Banger. Charles Banger Rockhill. Is that it? Is it banger? Mm-hmm. Would that be banger? No, there's an R. Banger. Yeah. Banger. Banger. Mm-hmm. Charles Banger Rockhill. Even better. Is that name. it? <laughs> <laughs> Did I just solve it? Guys, right now, as we speak, you are in the pop culture section of Light Trees and News. If you're new to the show, here's how the show works. We talk about pop culture, then we talk about some bad news. But don't worry, we end the show with good news. So right now, I wanted to talk about just shit I'm looking forward to because my life is terrible right now and you have to look forward to the little things. So I'm excited about some season two shows coming up. Okay. Uh, first, Westworld is coming back. <gasps> okay. And did you see the first season? I did not. <gasps> Charles. I, did, I, I tried to watch the first episode and I think I fell asleep. Okay. Um, Give it another chance. I, sure. It's great. It's a beautiful show. It's really beautifully shot. It, at least for me, I think the the content's very interesting as well. Mm-hmm. The idea of free will and uh, consciousness and the when a person becomes a person and stuff like that. It seems like one, a season of a Black Mirror episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Definitely. Um, but the trailer for season two came out, and oh. Buddy, it's so good. It's set to Nirvana's heart-shaped box, but like slowed down and classical. Oh, I Uh, love when they do that. It's so good. And again, like the cinematography is just gorgeous. And now that I'm 100% invested in all of the characters, (laughs) I like could not be more excited. Uh, Thandia? Thandy? Thandy Newton? Is that how you say it? Is so good in it. And her character is so interesting. It's the tits. I don't think that she's in enough stuff. I agree. I have like, uh, she was a Bond girl, right? As well? No. Was Sandy? Was she a Bond girl? I think she was in one of them. Oh, maybe she was, and I'm spacing. Um, But yeah, I, she, like, if she, she just 
get a lot more a lot more work. Oh wait, do you think you have Skyfall? I don't think it was that recent. Oh, okay. Maybe I yeah, no, she might have been back in the day. I think she was. I mean, I know that the Bond girls that I think of are usually uh Denise Richards, mm-hmm. Halle, Berry, Halle Berry, and Tandy Newton. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Oh though. yeah, what's her name? She's so good. I'm spacing on. Her. Oh, Naomi Harris. She's not really a Bond girl. She's Money Penny. Oh yeah, Tandy Newton Bond, Bond girl. <laughs> yeah, she is so good. She plays um, one of the. What would they be? Um, they're not robots, but they're like an- animatronic. Yeah. Uh, but she is one of the women who works in the brothel. What's mm-hmm. up? There's an article called, Was Tandy Newton a Bond Girl? <laughs> <laughs> and in the first sentence, it says that she was not. She um, wasn't. She okay. was, uh, she played She played a Bond Girl type role in Mission Impossible 2. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I knew I had of. seen I, her in some kind of action yeah. film. Yeah. She's kick-ass. I remember her being awesome. I just don't remember watching She's Tom Cruise. She's so talented. Um, <laughs> she was so good that I don't remember Tom Cruise. And I feel like oftentimes she gets these roles where she doesn't really have a full character arc. And, and in Westworld, her character like goes on such an amazing journey. I'll get her another shot. I think you could easily make the argument that she's the hero of the show. I know Evan uh, Rachel Wood is like the, mm-hmm. the big name attached to it. And like she's certainly one of the central protagonists, but I'm much more interested in Fanny Newton's character. Mm-hmm. Okay. So also season two of Legion is coming out. This is another show that I need to watch. I know. That's why I'm listing these because whenever <laughs> I bring up these shows, these are two of the shows that people are like, Oh, I haven't seen that yet. And I'm like, get yeah. on it. I keep forgetting that Aubrey Plaza's in it and I want to watch anything that she's in. Aubrey Plaza playing one of the greatest villains of all time. Legion is Marvel though? Marvel. Okay. Um, all right. There's so many superhero shows that I like. I gave up. Yeah. Well, let me tell you my reservations about Legion, and they're probably your reservations about uh, Legion if if you're listening right now. Which is when you see the trailer of the show, you're like, "Oh, it's a about a white dude." I don't Mm -hmm. care. And yeah, the central character, uh, played by uh, Dan Stevens, um, who's playing Dan Haller. Is a white guy, and it 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 is about him, but it's also about um, mental illness and how we form memories, mm-hmm. and it's extraordinary the way they film it. It really feels like when I was watching Legion, I had the same emotional response uh, to when I saw Twin Peaks, which I was like, I didn't know you could make shows that look like this. Yeah, it's really beautiful and. Ooh. Aubrey Plaza is incredible in it. I, I, I think she's really just amazing in everything. She's just so and this, weird this is and like out there. Such a weird performance. <laughs> and like it feels like she's getting to be her maximum self in it. Perfect. And it's incredible. Did you ever see that movie um, that she did? I don't think it did very well, but it's, I think it's like Rachel Goes West or something. I saw a trailer and when I saw that, it actually it made me think of Leech. <laughs> okay, she th- I watched that movie because it was randomly like on the front page of Hulu, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch this. Yeah, and I was like, I'll just be on the background and I'll laugh at whatever Aubrey Plaza says every once in a while, and then I got sucked in. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this, no, she can act. This, and it has um, um, not Mary Kate and Ashley. 
Elizabeth. Elizabeth Olsen is it, also in who's it. Who's so talented. <gasps> She's so talented. Like the both of them it's outstanding. Yeah. Um But Legion. Okay, Legion. I will I'll give that a shot. Which do. one okay, if I had to choose between I, I Westworld really, and Legion, which mm, one should I go for first? First? Ooh, God. Maybe I think Westworld's coming back first. So maybe Westworld. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And also text me. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. And also you guys as well, if you've watched Westworld or Legion or you eventually watch it, hashtag Light Trees and Pod on Twitter. What are your thoughts? I'm curious to hear them. So before we get to the news segment of the show, Charles, do you have any media recommendations for everyone? Um, I, oh, I am a proud owner of a movie pass now. Oh my God, fancy, fancy. And the first movie that I decided to go see uh, was Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. So this is interesting to me because I have no interest in it. Okay. And I've never seen any of the Tomb Raider movies. Good on I, you. Good on you. I don't care about the video game. Like okay. whenever a new Tomb Raider comes out, I'm like, I could not care less about this. You never played any of the originals? Nope. That was something. Okay. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Uh, how is it though? Um, it is. Okay. So uh, it is done very well, I think. Um, I saw some MRA types who were like, her boobs aren't big. Why uh, aren't her boobs I'm big? I'm very upset that they are not triangles. Right? <laughs> like in the original video game, yeah. Um, I don't know. I never played the video game, but I knew she had uh, triangle boobies. Yeah. So like in, in the in the original Tomb Raider movies with Angelina Jolie, which one is, the first one is fine and the second one is bad. And I, I again, the first one is just fine. It's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just fine. Um, they're, they're playing very much into that like video game yeah. kind of feel. Right. And this one's not doing that. This one is definitely just a straight up action movie. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That was a weird noise, Desi. Um, Did he snort? It was a snore, sneeze, almost, Aww. kind of not. I think Desi fell asleep. Um, but it's, uh, like, in 2013, they rebooted the video game series, and they went back, and they created an origin story, as everything does now. Sure. And it was very well done. Like, she doesn't have enormous breasts for no reason. Yeah. And she's not wearing, like, tiny little shorts and, like, have, like, a million guns in a tiny back right. sack, knapsack. She's, like... It's a survivalist game. Like mm-hmm. you have to survive in the woods after you're like abandoned by your helicopter or your boat that crashes. I haven't played it in a while. Mm-hmm. So the movie kind of goes takes that, and she, um, she's like she's not awesome at everything. Yeah, she's like she. Um, it shows that she's not quite good at everything yet because she's still a young woman. She's not a Mary Sue. Yeah, yeah. she's not like, oh, I'm all in the woods. I know how to survive immediately. When she is as a woman who comes from money and privilege. Um, right. So she, it shows her like trying to learn how to do things, which I think is really interesting. Um, <clears throat> and the, I was spacing on the name of the actress who plays her. She's incredible. Um, if you've ever seen, um, what the fuck? Not iRobot. That's Will Smith, right? Yeah. Um, Ex Machina. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she is incredible in that. I'm going to find her name. No one tweet me. Down a little bit lower. Down. Um, you saw it when I did. Yep. Right. More, more, more. Eh, 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 eh. Keep going. Oh, boy. Where there is it? it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alicia v- uh, Vikander? Vikander. Yeah, Vikander. Yeah, sorry. Um, she, she does a great job. She did, uh, from what I understand, all of 
all, if not most, of her own stunts. She packed on like 12 pounds of muscle for this movie. She I trained love when really, they see really that hard. and she still looks so tiny. She does. <laughs> it's like, where did the muscle come from? She, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan of um, when it's not, it's called waifu, when they actually look like, oh no, she could do these stunts. Um, I think my favorite example of that is Shirley's Throne and Mad Max. Mm. Shirley's Throne and Mad Max look like she could do damage. Yeah, and Atomic Blonde too. She oh, yeah. You know what's so great about her? She's so tall. Yeah. She looks like she could actually fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like if you see the extra footage of her actually doing the stunts, it's like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, she did, I mean, she, uh, she did all her own stunts. It was an entertaining action movie. It didn't feel super video gamey, mm-hmm. which um, sometimes I like and sometimes I really hate. There are a couple of homages here and there. I'm not a fan. Anytime it gets really heavily CGI-E, it really <laughs> takes me out of okay. movies. Um, like, uh, or like the, when they did like 8 million Resident Evil movies. Mm-hmm. Like the first one is like an homage to the video games and then they go off and do their own crap. Right. But it's... Uh, I I liked it for what it for like. It's an action movie. It's it's not. It's almost like they took the script from the video game and just turned it into a movie, mm-hmm. which is fine. They changed a couple things. Um, I you never played any of the video games? No, I'm not a big video game person. Like after Super Mario Brothers was like the first version of Super Mario Brothers and like Duck Hunt, mm-hmm. I really stopped playing video fully games. out, fully <laughs> out. And it it wasn't like I was like I'm an intellectual. And this is beneath me. I just get bored. Okay. I don't enjoy it. All right. I, I have an Xbox and I use it as a DVD player. <laughs> That's I use my PlayStation as a uh, Netflix hub mostly. <laughs> yeah. Mainly because I don't have a lot of time for video games right now. It's but. weird like I I when we first got the Xbox, we got some more like up to date video games so I played Batman and there was a zombie game and I was like in awe of the graphics and the story oh yeah the story was really good and I like cried at the end of uh the Batman one wait which one um I think uh Arkham Arkham Asylum yeah the first one yeah oh it's such a good game it's so good at the end when he like carries Joker's body like it's so that moving. game that is a game that I sat because I love Batman so much mm. I sat down to play it and did not get up until I was done with it and I sat on my couch for like two days oh I did like fucking research about how to beat it because then I got like mad I didn't know how to do certain <laughs> stuff so I like was googling yeah I it was so fun and then I finished it and I was like okay you didn't play Arkham City Mm-mm. or Arkham Knight? No. Nope. The follow-ups? No. They're they're fine. Yeah. Arkham Arkham Asylum though is I mean, perfect. It's Arkham perfect Asylum game. also like I never solved all the Riddler stuff. Like I f- solved like most of them, but really? I, I still haven't uh, finished that part. I was like, this is gonna take me years. I finished the story part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um there's like there's a video game I think you might like called Bioshock. Oh yeah. I've seen tons of people talk about it. I think you might like it. The first one. Yeah. I, I started playing the second one, it was like but yeah. the first Bioshock was very good, and it was another oh. one where I sat down and didn't get up for two days right. until I finished it. It just has a lot to do with like how... No spoilers, never mind. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, is there anything you're listening to right now that you would recommend? Um, Trixie Mattel's album came out, but that's if you're a fan of Drag Race. <laughs> Which a lot of people are who listen. Um, she just won All Stars 3. She released her second album. That's... It's a, it's a cute little album. Kylie Kylie Minogue is releasing a few singles off her upcoming album, which I'm very excited about. She's another one who's um, going going a little bit country. Oh yeah? yeah, I do think that's 
just from a marketing standpoint, so brilliant to do. Like when I was listening to Lemonade and fucking Beyonce has a straight up country track on mm. it, I was like, genius. But I always, it's called Daddy uh, Lessons. Daddy, is it Daddy Lessons? I, I always call it Daddy Hold Issues, on. which is not the right <laughs> name of the um I always, yeah, I always refer to it as Daddy Issues, which is weird because then Demi Lovato came out with a song called Daddy Issues. Beyonce, Daddy, Daddy Lessons, yeah. Daddy Lessons, yeah. yeah. So funny. Um, I'm excited for her. Uh, I People are, con- are saying that she, when she opens Coachella, she's going to use it to drop a massive single and then mm. announce her new album, <gasps> which they're saying is finally the double album between her and Jay-Z. Yes, I've heard that. So I'm like... I'm here for that. Yeah. Please give it to me. Ugh. Nom, 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 nom. Yes, 100%. So is there any uh, TV shows that you've been watching? Or uh, reading? Oh, my God. Charles, are you reading? I, I have given up on reading. That's okay. Mm. That's uh, all right. I t- uh, I'm not really watching it so much as I'm putting it on in the background because it lulls me to sleep. Ooh, okay. Um, the old episodes of The Twilight Zone. Oh! <gasps> Where are they? On Netflix. Oh. It's like it's like four or five seasons. I don't think it's all. Like, I don't even know how many seasons there were. Oh, brilliant! Okay, I some I watched on, that when I was a little kid. Yeah, so did I. But yeah. I don't remember being like scared of it. It was eerie, but it wasn't eerie. So scary. Yeah, that that's a good word for it. Yeah, I was never scared. <clears throat> Twin Peaks scared me. But because like you know how some people put on like Friends or like yes. How I Met Your Mother and in the background and go yes. to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like the laugh tracks always bother me, mm. and this doesn't have that, and it's just creepy and it puts me to sleep like immediately oh interesting you know what i've been doing and this was a recommendation from melissa jira grant there are thunderstorm albums on spotify and i put those on when i go to sleep that sounds good thunderstorms really put me to sleep yes me too oh that's awesome we don't get good thunderstorms on the east coast we really don't we don't Mm -mm. Mm -mm. i'm saying new york we used to get them real good but not down here yeah i uh, that makes sense uh when i lived in illinois we had epic thunderstorms oh, yeah. yeah um i have a recommendation for something i really want to see but Ooh. i haven't seen yet okay um it's a movie called thoroughbreds Ooh, i haven't heard of this uh it's about these two like affluent girls who like try to kill their father oh, okay um it's very it, like uh heathers meets yes um did you ever watch that reboot when they remade heathers the tv show no, I heard it was super problematic. Yes, because they made the Heathers, someone who is non-binary, um, a quote-unquote fat girl. And Bullying minorities? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, if you've seen the original Heathers, they like it's, it's made that the Heathers are quote-unquote the villains, but they're not. Christian right. Slater's the villain. Okay. In, that, in the original Heathers. Yeah. And in this, if you're making just three mean girls or three mean people, mm. um, and I think that the other Heather, quote-unquote, uh, I think there was a black girl. So, so it was a black girl, a quote unquote fat girl and a non-binary person. And like, those were the Heathers. And then I was like, well, and there's no twist about them being like the good. Not as far people? as I know. I'm like, okay. full, like you can only get so far in the show because the whole point of it is that they all die. Right. How far are we going to go with this? It's like Ooh, one season and thing. God, that's awful. I kind of want to see it, but I don't. But anyway, thoroughbreds yeah. looks, it's like two, like, Two girls, um, <clears throat> they, I guess what, one of their fathers is very, at least verbally abusive. I don't know if it goes farther than that. I've only seen the trailer. Um, and they're just like, 
do you want to kill him? And you're like, yes, I want to kill him. <laughs> All right, cool, let's kill him. The most dispassionate <laughs> conversation about murder ever. Yeah. Should we kill him? I guess. <laughs> and, then, and then from what I understand, they kill him. Okay. So I want to I wanna see that. All I think right. it's, it's a limited release, so I want to find a theater that's playing it with my movie pass. Some good recommendations there. Guys, it's that time of the show. Here is your bad news. All right, your bad news for the day has to do with the environment. But I feel like that could also be your bad news story of every day. So, but I don't want to talk about it every way every day but just know in your hearts that i'm always silently thinking climate change is the big bad story true that's our theme every day but there's been a couple big stories recently uh that are related to the environment that i wanted to talk about so the first is that the epa the environmental protection agency recently approved a pipeline project um or not recently this was last year um during the same time period that administrator Scott Pruitt was renting a room from the wife of a lobbyist who presented the pipeline's owner, who represented the pipeline's owner. So while they were working out this whole pipeline project deal, uh, Scott Pruitt, who's the head of the EPA, was renting a room from the wife of the lobbyist who represented that pipeline owner, which... I don't know if you're an intelligent human being probably seems like a conflict of interest because it is Um, like in an apartment. So the deal was that Pruitt, he was paying $50 a night, which is nothing to rent a room in a luxury condo from Vicki Hart, whose husband runs William and Jensen, a well-known energy lobbying firm. Is Vicki Hart a real name? I'm going to go with no. <laughs> uh, so this rental agreement was open-ended, and it offered a rate that was well below market value. Yeah. Um, so the White House says they're conducting an informal review of the matter. Don't worry, everybody. The White House is looking into it. I'm sure they'll sniff out any corruption. <clears throat> it's definitely not weird that he was renting a room for $50 a night, a la like <laughs> a, a hotel by the hour. It's, it's definitely weird. Um, in a luxury con- like don't rent the condo just rent the room uh, yeah yeah so the pipeline project in case you were wondering is called um, Enbridge Incorporated the Canada based company hoped to expand its Alberta Clipper pipeline and ship hundreds of thousands of barrels of additional oil to the US each day uh, where's this pipeline going to go th- through which state yeah. Specifically, I'm not sure what the route is. Also, Canada, stop throwing your pipelines down here. Because like, get 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 your dough on the phone. Get out of th- get out of here. Get him on the phone. I want to talk to him. Be like, can you keep your pipelines to yourself? Listen, well, this is ultimately <laughs> between energy companies and, and governments, right? Because I'm sure Canadians aren't like dying to have pipelines on their <laughs> side of the border either. Because <laughs> just throw it over the fence. As we've covered a lot. It's Arby's before, problem now. You know, um, these these pipelines tend to to leak. That was the whole issue with Keystone XL. What? Remember how all of these indigenous activists were like, "Hey, this is going to ruin the environment," and then they built it, and sure enough, it spilled. Yep. <laughs> they were all, like, "We told you." Almost immediately. Almost like, it immediately. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, it wasn't long. like this was years later, and the story had faded from memory. It like happened 
pretty like, immediately. Yeah, didn't like the pipes corroded and blah blah blah. It's just weather. No, like they it's like down for a month. Immediately just <laughs> farted oil out into the environment. I was gonna say farted. Too. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Somebody's having a goddamn reunion out in front of my apartment. There was lots of hugging going on. Sorry, this isn't the window podcast, everyone. That's on my Patreon. Penny's very interested, too. She's like, what's going oh, on out there? Peanut. Are people hugging? Stop it. Oh, I should probably, I should have mentioned this in the intro to the show, but I'll mention it now. If you haven't already done so already, please go subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. I did. Thank you so much. Five stars. Five stars would be great. It's the best way to help the show. It's the fastest way for us to get on the iTunes charts where it's like other people can find us who don't already listen to the show, which is the goal. All of that would be absolutely aces. (laughs) So the other environmental story I wanted to get to while we're in the bad news segment is uh, speaking of Scott Pruitt, speaking of the EPA, the EPA is preparing to gut the only major federal rule to cut climate pollution from vehicles. Do they not understand what EPA stands for? <laughs> yeah, it's the Environmental uh, Penis Agency, right? Everybody who works in it has a penis. You know what? I'll let that slide. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it, we we address penises' effect on the environment, right? Penises. Are you accepting applications? <laughs> uh, are you guy? Yep. Yes. Deal. <laughs> Uh, so the Environmental Protection Agency outlined plans to undo a landmark Obama-era rule tightening fuel standards for vehicles, weakening the only major federal policy to reduce planet warming emissions from the nation's top sources, source of greenhouse gas pollution. So they announced this on Monday in a press release, and obviously this is a huge victory to automakers who have been lobbying the Trump administration to declare the previous standard too strict. By the way, like anybody who lives in California right now, and oh, Penny, Penny Claude Charles. You're fine. um, If you talk to people who lived in California in like the 80s, they talk about how terrible the air quality was Mm -hmm. and how there was smog warnings and like literally the government in California would be like, don't go outside today because the air is poison. (laughs) And then a bunch of these... Federal policies were put in place by Democrats to cut emissions and enforce the car makers to make their cars cleaner. And suddenly the air quality in California got way, way better. So Republicans want to return to that poison time. Yeah, it went from it went from poison to like less poison. Less poison. It's not like great air quality, but I immediately get sick when I go to California. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I mean, our air quality isn't great in New York City either. The Two times I've gone to L.A., both times I've landed and immediately gotten a sinus infection. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, if you look at old photos of California, it was like you could oh, yeah. see the mountains. It was really, really bad. So that's the time that conservatives want to return to and all because it will make rich people more money. Hmm, I guess. I mean, like the... If, well, if the I know that a car... If I know that a car company is like... Fuck all this shit. I'm not going to buy it. Not that I'm really on. What do you Sorry. Mean? I thought she was about to claw you again. No, no, we're good. Okay. Uh, she just wants attention. Um, if I know that a car. Ah, there it is. Yep. Uh, oh. I did try to save you. I tried to save you. Peanut. I thought we were just being nice to me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Maybe I don't want a cat. Um, yeah. But 
if I'm if I know that a car company is being like, hey, we're just gonna fart, fart out all the shit we can because we can get away with it, I'm not gonna buy that car. But I'm also not gonna buy a car anyway. Well, also when I mean rich people, I mean the auto people who earn, own the uh, the the car factories. Yeah. And, because any of these environmental standards requires additional time and money on the part of automakers to make sure their cars meet these standards. So, of course, they want to get around them really, really badly. Mm -hmm. And they saw an ally in the Trump administration because the Trump administration has made it very clear by putting Scott Pruitt in charge of the EPA that they don't give a shit about the environment. And they want to undo everything the Obama administration did, Mm -hmm. regardless of, like, how good it is for the collective. For the collective. They just want to erase his presidency. Yeah, they would really like it to be that as though we never had a black president. <laughs> That's their goal. Getting closer and closer every day with all their shit. Yeah. All their repeals and things. Yeah. Hi. Peanut. Please don't claw me. <laughs> she really is like up in your grill today. Come here. What Normally is I would really like it. Yeah. But then I got hurt. Ugh. So... Guys, and as I said, every day, and I I said this on my old podcast, but maybe I should say it here, the most important story every day is always the environment because it affects everything, right? But every day, unlike Trees and News, I have to pick a new story. But that doesn't mean I don't think the environment is the most important story that we should all be talking about right now. It's like you just opened every show with, hello, welcome to Light Trees and News, the environment. The environment. And now on to... (laughs) Maybe I'll scream that instead of one of the musical segments. Just me <laughs> screaming the environment over and over again. Ooh, to like a cool trap beat or something? No, just me screaming oh, the environment. Okay. All right. <laughs> no Fine. cool trap beat. No one gets a cool <laughs> trap beat. <laughs> the environment. Guys, before we send you on your way, let's end things on a positive note, shall we? And let's talk about your good news. Uh, once again, my good news is something bad happening to a conservative. Yeah. Listen, sometimes that's what passes as good news, okay? When things are going really badly, sometimes all you can do is cheer for the downfall of your enemies. It made me smile, so that's good enough. I told Charles because I was like, oh, this isn't really good news. And then I told him and he lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. <laughs> so maybe this is good news. I don't know, guys. Uh, Alex Jones has been hit with another defamation lawsuit. So in case you're having trouble keeping track of which defamation lawsuit this is you're not alone this is the one um involving a man named marcel fontaine who's a 24 year old boston man who alex jones uh his website infowars incorrectly identified as the parkland florida school shooter in a february 14th article so attorneys for uh, Marcel Fontaine filed a defamation lawsuit against Alex Jones and his publication. So what's a little different about this is that like other people obviously have sued Alex Jones for defamation because Infowars is notoriously a website that rushes forward with information that turns out not to be true. Yeah. After mass shootings, like they accuse victims of being crisis actors and and all of that stuff 
So they do this all the time. But the reason this is different is that Marcel Fontaine plans to take his case against Alex Jones to a jury instead of settling the matter behind closed doors, which is usually what they do. Ooh, okay. Usually they like meet privately and be like, okay, yeah, we fucked up. How much money do you want? Yeah. How... I want to know how they came across this dude's photo if he lives in Boston and how it became like would they just go like type in like white dude white teenage like, dude Penny are you crazy uh, Ooh. I forget how they did it this time like how the confusion happened this time but basically they always just like usually if they can peg it on anyone who's not a white dude <laughs> yeah. they'll try to do that first and then yeah, it's just them not having any journalistic standards because they're not it's, yeah. a news site. I, I get that. But like I'm just like, just writ, like it's just whenever they misidentify them, it always seems like the most random person. Right. Like lives how on like did this even happen? The country or something. Yeah. I mean, it probably is very random and it's somebody just being a overly confident white man saying, mm. I found him. And they're yeah. like, great. <laughs> uh, it always it's going back to the cat watching a horror film uh-huh. video we were talking about that whenever ever I've seen like clips of Alex Jones on YouTube <laughs> or Facebook. That's my face yes. the whole time. Just like what? How? Why? Like the supercuts of him yeah, getting really yeah. upset. I mean, the reason I find this kind of exciting is... Um, Take him down. Yeah, I mean, by settling behind closed doors, which, by the way, would have been way easier for Marcel Fontaine. Oh, yeah. Like the... the Money, please. Yeah. the Because he's going to have to pay for his attorney, and also there's going to be a lot more public attention, which means he's going to get a lot more like bullying and threats from the extreme right. So he could have very easily just settled this behind closed doors. But by bringing it in front of a jury, this means that now that everything happens will be public and potentially much more damaging to Alex Jones and InfoWars, which is why it's so important as well. I hope Alex Jones has to testify. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be just. I mean, my God. Bad shit. If you were following his custody hearing at all for oh, his, it was, it so was insane. He's a lunatic. He yes, he. I don't like if he says that part of this is a character. I don't necessarily believe that, mm. but I don't. I also feel like the line, if that is true, has been very yeah, blurred over the very years. Very blurred. It's getting worse. From, oh, we're being attacked from above now. Oh, if uh, fans of the Friday Video Pods know what is happening oh, right now. They, now. Oh yeah, now they know the how how it, Penny uh, is like a assassin above my head. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'm going to die, everyone. She looks furious. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Were you in the middle of a thought when that happened? Yep. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the thought. Oh, oh, that the, the line between him and his character is very blurred. Oh, yes. If there ever was a line. I always go back and forth about that cuz I feel like it was obvi- more obvious with Glenn Beck that he was playing a character because he would pretend to be this down to earth every man and he would shit on New York city. And then like on his downtime, he was like going to Broadway productions mm-hmm. and he loved his $500 jeans. Mm-hmm. And like he was very much dad jeans, dad jeans. That shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> no. I mean, he was very much an elitist pretending to be an every man. And I think that was more obvious Alex Jones is a con man, you oh, know, yeah. obviously a con man. He sells supplements, his <laughs> supplements that don't do anything. And like he too is an, an elitist. I just feel like maybe he believes stuff a little more than Glenn Beck believes stuff. Every time that I, that every, yes, I believe that he believes things like Pizzagate and whatever, but 
every time that I see him exploding, I'm also like, you are literally going to like, it just your head's going to explode on camera. Yeah, I he's going to have a massive heart attack. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're bright red. You have veins throbbing everywhere. You're it's screaming. It's frightening. And like, anger really is a drug. And people like Alex Jones, people like Glenn Beck, they're outrage dealers Mm -hmm. and in order to keep people addicted to their shows they have to keep upping the outrage yeah which means they have to keep peddling wilder and wilder conspiracies they have to get more and more emotional so like glenn beck is crying on camera um alex jones keeps getting like louder and louder and they can't ever plateau or people build up a tolerance and they're like oh he's yelling again Mm -hmm. big deal you know that's what I uh, he's yelling again. Big deal. Like I, you're not even making words. Yeah, I mean Literally. people fucking love him though. And I think some people listen to him and they like laugh, mm-hmm. you know? But other people think that everything he says is true. I'm 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 sorry. If you think that you are giving true hard-hitting news and then in the middle of it take your shirt off while screaming and beat your chest like a gorilla. <laughs> that's not ex- an exaggeration. That that's, happened. That's it's happened multiple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then for him to be like realizing that he's also like on a conservative radio station, be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But that's what I mean about that moment was for people who had already built up a tolerance to him. You and I watching that were like, this man is unhinged. But for regular viewers, I think they were like, oh, cool. He outdid himself from the last time. You see when they, uh, I forget what website did it. Um, But they they ordered some of his supplements and tested them. And they were like, this is just nothing. Like, it's all just nothing. Although, I have to say... It's not even what it claims to be. Conservative media is not alone in that. Like, Huffington Post pushes woo-woo bullshit that doesn't work all the time. They have... Are there Huffington Post supplements? Not, like, that they market, but they, like, push, like, holistic shit that doesn't actually work and and stuff like that, too. Ariana's, like, big in that stuff. I'm sure she is. Yeah, yeah. So, that's not a market cornered by conservatives. There was some article that came out a while ago that the same, there was a company that made like a conservative and liberal version of the same drug. And like Infowars had one version and I forget what the liberal version was, but like they just market it slightly yeah. differently to appeal to people. Slap a different label on it. Yeah, and it, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> like It's useless either way, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Well, I hope that his entire network goes down. <laughs> Me too. Um, before we leave for the day, is there anything else recently that happened or that you saw or that you heard or read wherever that made you happy? Happy. And it could be like a very little thing too. Hmm. Happy. I know. Interesting. I'm going to struggle to think of one as well. <laughs> uh, I just last night at work rewatched Paris is Burning. That was fun. Oh. I really like that. Which one is that? It's the um, documentary from the n- early 90s about uh, ball culture. Okay. Um, I hadn't seen it in a very long time, um, but it was it was fun. And then just like realizing how much current pop culture is pulling from that one documentary. Oh, yeah? Um, how so? Like uh, all of the... like. RuPaul's Drag Race like quotes it constantly. Oh, okay. I think be- there's a, a a quote or two in a Beyonce song. Um, Interesting. She's problematic, but Azealia Banks. Yes. Um, which I used to work with her at Starbucks. Shut up! No, yeah. you didn't. Mm-hmm. She was 16. I was <gasps> what her was manager. she like? Uh, less in your face, but still very in your face. She okay. was very talented. Yes. At the time, she was a singer, and okay. she was going to the um, performing arts school that 
uh, like Nicki Minaj graduated from. I didn't know any of this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you worked with her. I worked with Azealia Banks, and wow. she, uh, uh, during her like senior showcase, um, had like Disney execs there being Disney and Nickelodeon execs bidding on her, Whoa. and she said no to both of them. What a creepy way to phrase that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, they Jesus. were there. They go to their graduation shows, and they're like, "We want this kid, and we want that kid, and we want it's this like, kid." Like, get out. Yep. My God. Ugh. Um, but yeah, the stuff like that. Um, and also, I mean, it was on my way here and it made me frustrated, but also a little happy when, uh, I was rushing through the 14th street, uh, station to get on the L mm-hmm. and someone popped out from one of behind the pillars with a clipboard and they go, hello. And I just went, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, who really pisses me off? This isn't happy guys, but who really pisses me off in, um, usually it's 14th street, uh, eighth Ave stop. And it's the people who wave like they know you mm-hmm. in order to get your attention. Yep. And it makes me so mad because I fall for it every single time. I'm yep. like, oh, do I know this? Part? God damn it. Yep. No. Or, no. Uh, I, I, it, yeah, they're, those people are from a church. They're right? from a church. Yeah. yeah. They have, have different people approach me multiple times. And once this uh, girl was like, I like your shirt. <gasps> and my coat was zipped up. And I was like, what shirt do you you liar <laughs> and then like starting to try, uh or they be like oh do you know how to get to somewhere and I then hate you it I hate it like and then like oh I can tell you how to get to my church I'm like, oh son of a bitch like how do you think I'm gonna react with anything but annoyance and outrage when you lied to me yeah you, what well, you lied to me and you're in the middle of a like people this is a hub people are trying to get places by like, the way isn't that unchristian to like start a conversation under false pretenses you're like a that liar. you're a fucking liar <laughs> what does god think about that I, it's 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 some weird church that's like almost scientology but not quite right right yeah. like slightly rebranded scientology yeah um this was a little thing but it made me happy i was leaving um the upright citizens brigade theater in hell's kitchen the new theater um last night and i was walking with um somebody i work with And we were walking through Times Square very late at night when there were like not a lot of people around. And it was just really pretty and very calm. Mm. And that was it it, like I like moments that feel almost like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And that felt post-apocalyptic. If you've ever been in the middle of Times Square at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. After it's like snowed. Like when I used to go out in the house kitchen a lot. That is actually the only time that I would ever like to be in Times Square. The last time there was a huge blizzard and we all got snowed in. A couple of friends of mine who were photographers went down there mm. and were like posting photos and it was so cool. Uh, mm. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, anything else that happened? Um, no. Oh, I actually wanted to um, ask yes. your listeners. Um, the, the podcast that Chris and I are planning. Yes. We have everything set, like I said before. We are still waiting on artwork, and the person who we've tapped for that is in school, and they are very, very busy, and now they're starting to not respond because they're in school. Yes. No shade, no hate, nothing. Um, if anyone would be interested in maybe taking over that role, if there are any artists out there, um, we have we would pay you, obviously, but if you want to do something, maybe design our artwork yeah, uh, and collaborate a little bit, DM me or something. We can talk about it. If nobody um, answers, mm-hmm. Nate Bear is great. Uh, I, w- I really like his style, but yeah. I, I just don't know him, so I didn't want to. Yeah, I could put you guys in touch if nobody else answers. It's just, a, just a little simple I, simple drawing, just like yeah. a little. 
Uh, I just, nothing crazy fancy. I'm just paying Nate for something because he's drawing up some merchandise Ooh. for me that may or may not have to do with Penny. Because mm. Penny doesn't get enough love. Desi gets a lot of love. Yeah. But Penny is pretty amazing, too. Uh, you reminded me, though, before we go, I got a question. Uh, for my $5 a month and higher members at Patreon, you get to send questions that we'll answer on Light Trees and News. And Mark wrote in and asked, who came up with Light Trees and News as a name? I know I saw that name at some point, but Patreon won't let me go back far enough in the post where you asked for help. Mark Nobody suggested it because I came up with it. Yay. Uh, that is a false memory. But yeah, <laughs> I I was trying to think of a name that would indicate this is a lighthearted news show mm-hmm. where we talk a lot about politics and how nutty the Trump administration is. And also, I like Arrested Development. So, light trees and news. Yay. Yeah, uh, to answer your question. And by the way... For my Patreon supporters, I have announced that the next online hangout for my $10 a month and higher supporters will be Sunday, April 8th at noon uh, from 12 to 2. So you can go do that. Uh, Also, if you live in the New York City area, uh, Fun Ants Live is on Sunday as well. I'm so mad I can't go to this. (laughs) I'll be at work. It's at the Pit Loft um, at 9 o'clock. So if you are in the area and you want to see myself, Rachel Chata, Chloe Patterson play the Fun Ants characters, you can do that. Go in my place. (laughs) I think tickets are like $8 or $9. Do it. Oh, wait. I have the link right here. Why guess when I can say it for sure? $8. That's, a, that's affordable. $8 at 9 p.m. at the Pit Loft. Fun Ants Live. Spring has sprung. Well, there's going to be a lot of inappropriate sexual jokes. That's my brand. There's going to be a lavish musical number and also a lot of petty theft. Musical number? Yes. I'm very excited for What is that? Uh, oh, well, I need Donna. I spoil it. Well, no. I mean, so... All of the fun ants have their thing, right. and Donna, aka Rachel Chata, uh, is a, a, like a very theatrical person. She's a Broadway queen. Broadway queen, and there is a amazing dance number. Oh, oh, I'm so mad I'm missing <laughs> this. Oh, they all call out of work. <laughs> um, but before we scram for the day, uh, if you could give advice, like positive advice. To anyone listening, because stuff is tough right now, what would you advise people do or think or feel? Um, I, uh, something that I would suggest that it took me a long time to learn myself Mm -hmm. is that, um, learning to be comfortable being, uh, alone is very important. That's a great piece of advice. Um, to, to like, like de-stress or just do something you have a guilty pleasure of. Um, I haven't done it in a long time. I used to have Charles days where Mm. I would literally disappear for eight to 10 hours. So important. I would take myself to like a nice lunch. I would go to a movie. Uh, I once like took the, the circle line boat just around Manhattan just to do it. 
Wow. Um, I, I still do that. I have, you know, like usually because <laughs> I'm a nerd, it's it's centered around like when a new Marvel film comes out mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm going to go see that. But also I'm going to take myself out to lunch and have a me day. Yeah. So like when Infinity Wars comes out, I'm like, I'm going to go have a me day. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, right. But al- I'm, but also if it's just like chilling at home in your PJs. Uh, watching I'm doing a bunch that of Netflix. Now. I'm in my pajamas. I had to, my buzzer's broken and I had to go downstairs <laughs> to get Charles and I like angrily stormed through the lobby mm-hmm. in my little cloud pants and I was like, <laughs> fucker, let's open the door. Yeah. <sighs> but that's not saying like, don't isolate yourself, like still have friends and family and stuff, but like learn how to yeah. just be okay being by yourself. I think that's a really... It takes a long time to get comfortable. Yes, especially because like I went from college where i was like so i went from like living with my parents where you're like never alone Mm -hmm. to college where you're never alone to a relationship and a marriage where you're never alone Mm -hmm. so like that really is a skill that you have to learn and it's so valuable yeah because you're also made to feel like a weirdo if you like go anywhere by yourself it's less weird to have lunch by yourself but people think it's really weird to have dinner Dinner by yourself yourself. i really like it because i like it i don't have to share my food with anyone i don't have to share my food (laughs) i like just like being on my phone and like reading news articles and Mm -hmm. stuff and having a nice meal that's so great it doesn't have to go be at like some fancy restaurant it doesn't have to be just like something you've wanted to try for a while or someplace that you just really feel comfortable maybe being alone. You know what? You don't even have to get a table. Eat at the bar by yourself. You know? Yeah, Stuff yeah. Like- no, I think that's such a good piece of adv- advice. Um, I was just talking about this with someone the other day where I was talking about um, doing like a meal delivery service. Mm-hmm. They No meal delivery service that I know of has a one-person option. Yeah. How, oh, how are you enjoying Sun Basket, by the way? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I really, really love it. It's way too expensive. Okay. And when I called them, they were really lovely and they were like, oh, they're different. You can get it like once a month. And I was like, that's much more reasonable. But also I'm at a point where like I have to save every dollar. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I need to cancel entirely. But I thought it was really cool that they were like willing to work with me. Like the guy I was talking to was like, this is the meal plan I have Mm -hmm. from Sunbasket. So like there are ways to save money. I was just at a point where I'm like, I can't do it. But like literally every meal has been delicious. Good. It's so good. I felt like I was wasting less because everything they give you is exactly the amount of ingredients you need. Mm-hmm. So, and they pack it in a more eco-friendly way than a lot of places. So like if I was wealthier, I would use it all the time. Yeah. Okay. That's my advice. Um, but I was talking with someone about Sunbasket and I was saying like that the the smallest like meal delivery plan you can get is two people. And she was just like, oh, why do they do that? Why do they stigmatize like you're one person? Why don't they have a one person meal plan? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of services like that where it's almost like they're like, what? <laughs> why do you want to eat alone? They're like Because I want to. And it's not weird. Yeah. You're making it weird. Mm-hmm. I don't feel weird about it. Hmm. If, you, if you just had like your own delivery service. For one person, but it's like the delivery service version of like microwave dinners for one, mm-hmm. that weird book from the 70s. Oh, see, microwavable meals are sad. Yeah, they are. I uh, There was a meal de- delivery service that we did ages ago that was uh, all vegan meals, but they were delivered in like shrink wrap. Yeah. So depressing. So weird. So depressing. That's what I based my reductress article off of the 
meal delivery places to make you feel like a depressed astronaut. <laughs> That's how I felt. And like sometimes like the packaging like ripped and like there was sauce everywhere. It was Ugh, not pleasant. Gross. Sun Basket's not like that. They send you the whole ingredients and then you make everything. Perfect. And like that made me feel like yeah. way better because mm-hmm. I was cooking. But I also like I don't have time to go get groceries. Mm. Um, I'm going to have to make time now. But yeah. yeah. It's Grocery shopping is the worst, and I do it so often now. I force myself to go do it. I know. I just, uh, yeah, I just, I need to just start making myself do it. But yeah, I think that's great advice. And also, like, if you are alone, you figure out who you are mm-hmm. and what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. And that's so important just to be like a good partner in a relationship. If you ultimately decide to get into a relationship or participate in a relationship, it's so important that you know how to draw boundaries and like be able to articulate what you like and what you don't like. And I really truly believe you don't figure that out until you're alone. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you start to like mold your personality around the other person. Yeah. And that's not healthy. Yeah. And if like, if you, even if just like sitting at home by yourself on your phone and like reading stupid articles or whatever on like twitter or buzzfeed blah, 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 if that's your thing mm-hmm. uh so you don't get a shit ton of text messages or emails or whatever turn on do not disturb <gasps> yes that way you won't get interrupted all the time feeling like you have to continue a conversation yes that's also a great piece of advice don't be afraid to unplug oh my god unplug without unplugging <laughs> yes yeah disconnect from other people right um <laughs> yeah you could keep connecting with buzzfeed articles but they can't reach you yeah yeah <laughs> but your friend like the emergency text will not come through perfect right i don't perfect. want to be reached by anyone so some great happy advice to end on it's okay to be alone take a you day it's Definitely. okay to unplug for a little bit for your own mental health yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so already, please follow Charles Rockhill on Twitter at Charles Rockhill. Support his and Chris's future show. It's going to be great. I'm going to listen. I'm going to be on it. Yeah, you are. And please go subscribe to Light Trees and News at iTunes. Rate us as well over there. Give us five stars. Why don't you? And if you have any thoughts about today's episode, hashtag Light Trees and Pod. Guys, thank you so much for listening and get out there, cause a little trouble.